Welcome to Docs. In this episode, the boys discuss some of the changes impacting the Quarter Machine project in 2023. We check crypto headlines and revisit our favorite Will It Web 3 segment. Enjoy. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Doxed. Uh, joining me today are my good friends and colleagues, Tim and Aaron. Uh, Docs is the Web 3 based podcast. We like to talk about um, Web 3 based stuff things. things oh wow that's a good one today um <laughs> oh, i want to see you do better um why don't we why don't we do what we always forget to do and say how we're going to break it down so uh we typically we have a main well, topic we like ourselves. Ourselves. That's yeah cool. but they should know at this point you, know, if you know you know <laughs> i was skipping it no i'm just kidding we can do that. so we typically have some meat that we talk about I, I think today, what's the meat? Somebody tell me what the meat is. What are we chatting about today? Oh, folks? we're going to talk. So a uh, little bit of uh, insight uh, into who we are. And, and uh, these two guys right here, Tim and Aaron, uh, work with a project called Unnamed. I'm the community manager of a project that they also oversee and, and work on and are founders in, and that's called Quarter Machine. Um, and we're going to talk about the Quarter Machine kickoff because this past week uh, we all traveled out to Utah to the space station in Layton. And um, we have some big plans coming up for the project that I'm community manager of. So the meet, uh, as we are going to be calling it, is going to be about that and kind of what we foresee coming uh, this pe- this next year. Uh, we get to talk about the decisions we made. We get to talk about the why. Uh, we just had a big announcement in uh, our Discord for QM, and I think it's cool if we kind of stir on it here all together and kind of uh, kind of dissect it. So that's going to be the meet. The next okay. segment. Go ahead. Cool. <laughs> that that meeting that we had in Utah. Great. Good job. I like the show. These will be good in the show notes. Um, uh, we then we have three other sections. Uh, will it Web three? So we usually that's take. A, I think that's a great meet because we get to talk about like we get to talk about everything. I'm calling it pushing the needle. So we get to kind of share and that's chill. Much better. Oh, uh, okay. You like pushing the needle better. Yeah, I would watch meet? that. Yeah, we'll redo it. Go ahead. Edit this in post. (laughs) What's the meat? Well, I'm going to call it push the needle. We get to share. Okay. So, yeah, you know what it's called. Let's call it pushing the needle. Can we still use the soundbite of that Arby's commercial? I have a better soundbite we can use. I recorded (laughs) Emmett. I don't have them on my soundboard right now, but literally when we say the meat, it's going to be like, the meat. So. Oh, don't give them that. That's some alpha. <laughs> it's coming. I literally All right. I have to All edit right. it in. So We've got three other sections. We usually go into Will It Web 3. We take a subject and talk about how if it'll Web 3. Um, well, I, I won't say what it is. We did it once, but we liked it. <laughs> I like it. I'm going to push yeah. for that one. I'm fighting for it. Well, um, I do enjoy it. It does make you know, me kind of think about what we're... Word. Yeah, no, it's good. It's a good segment. <laughs> we're going to make it usual, Tim. So. All right. <laughs> And then we've got headlines. We'll go through some of the biggest headlines and then rug of the week. And rug of the week doesn't mean it's an actual rug. Tim will give you the whole spiel about that once we get there. But we just talk about a project we either are interested in or deserves being talked about. So um, I don't know if you guys want to make intros now. Yeah, no, I would also say most importantly, and you guys won't hear on this episode, but after all of those, we record our post show. Uh, Debatably the best part of Doxed, if you if you do ask me. but yeah, so you guys won't hear that. I can that. swear on there. I mean, it's, sure cut you can swear in here if you want, but the, the truth of the matter is that the topic of conversation is what excites me. We'll probably talk about Lyle the Crocodile. So, so Yeah, Will it ahead. Web 3, Lyle the Crocodile. Will it Web 3, go <laughs> ahead. Tim, why don't you start with your introductions and we'll dive right into the meat after Aaron and I go. Yep. 
Uh, my name's Tim. Um, on Twitter, I'm at not legal ten t e n spelled out. Um, co-founder of Unnamed uh, Operations at Quarter Machine. Co-founder of CloudChain. Um, yeah, I'm a lawyer, but I'm not your lawyer, so nothing on here is legal advice or financial advice or any kind of advice. Um, yeah, pumped to be here. Kick it over to Aaron. Hey, what's up? I co-founded some of those things with Tim. So I do technical stuff behind the scenes and I worked at companies that were big and that's how I ended up here. I've also taught before, which is something I don't share very often, but it, it probably doesn't seem like it. Imagine me teaching students at university. So um, that was a thing for a time. But anyway, now I do tech stuff with all my friends. What's that? Can you rage quit a class? You can. <laughs> I, uh, here's some alpha. I love teaching, but it would be after I did a long day. So I was building, I was building a startup called pedestal. I was working a full-time job and I also had a part-time job at the beginning of teaching. And so I would teach for four and a half hours straight from six to 1030. So many times I don't drink coffee and I can't do caffeine. I would almost fall asleep while teaching and almost as like, I've got to say it because it's recorded, but, um, and you're on camera. So I just like on camera, I'd be like talking and falling asleep. It was brutal. Super fun. I loved teaching though. I really did. It was awesome. I, I will probably do that again when I retire. So I, uh, so I don't, you guys might know this, but I went to school for music. I have a, a BA in, in the business in music. Uh, and in going through, uh, like, like music school, um, where's my camera? There it is. And going through music school, uh, I had to take a lot of conservatory classes. So I had to like learn how to play piano and do all these things that weren't really, um, in my humble opinion, pertinent to a business degree. Uh, and it was funny because one of my teachers would always say I would be a good student, which means that I would, I like, I couldn't learn things easily. So they say like, if you can't learn things easily, you would be a good teacher. Ah, interesting. Yeah. But. I think you mixed some words up around in that I did. Story, read the second. I the gist of it. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. I'll, I'll re-listen yeah. to it, but I I'll just cut this that. part so people don't think I'm stupid. <laughs> 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 Lastly, uh, I'm Tom. Tom. You make a great student. Thanks. Oh, thank. Well, yeah, I meant teacher. When I said student, I meant teacher. <laughs> yeah. I meant student. Okay. Well, defeated. Not the first time in the past 24 hours. I will rage quit this podcast. Bet me. I will I will leave in a fit of rage and then come back five minutes later to apologize. And we do we'll, need more reaction emojis in the Discord. So. We do. Yeah, that's good. Uh, I'm the community manager. Like I said earlier, I'm the community manager of an NFT project called Quarter Machine. Um, it's 3D assets uh, developed by Space Station Animation. Uh, we have with our animations uh, and NFTs, they show up in a YouTube uh, a YouTube channel. You can watch for them on there. Pretty cool. We cultivated a really dope little community. Um, this past year, we got through our roadmap. Uh, we're still delivering on stuff. People are just starting to get the, the coin giveaways um, from the last roll. So I think one of the people in our Discord, Miss Ayel, just got his pirate coin that we got and we gave him away. So I'm pretty hyped about it. People are starting to get all the extra, extra stuff. Uh, Aaron, your mic's muted. Yeah, I was talking. I, I didn't have time to cook today. And so I ordered food and it got canceled. And so now I'm complaining to somebody who's here about it. So oh, okay, sorry. I was like, oh, dude, he's, he's already I've up. That's some good input. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, that's us. Um, but I do. Uh, let's ju let's jump right into the meat. Um, so uh, the meat I is it was going called the something else now. 
pushing the needle? No, we're calling it the, the meat. It's the meat, but what we're talking about today is pushing the needle. Yeah. Oh, got it. Okay. So, like, I, I'd like to say it's like, yeah, the meat is the uh, the meat. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, job, do buddy. that with your hands again. You <laughs> did it first. Dude, I'm mimicking you. <laughs> Uh, you don't watch the video, you missed the gestures. You're also missing me squinting really hard to try and make out whatever's on the LED frame behind Aaron. Uh, it's pictures, frame? Ah, it's pictures of us. Yeah, I'm trying to Somebody pick it up. Oh, he's turned. I can't. No, see he's yeah, I got to cover that one up. Um, <laughs> there's actually memes. So that, that frame is actually Don got it for me when we were long distance. And uh, I, one of the first things I did after putting pictures of her on I put memes on. Did so, you really? It's full of memes. Yeah, I put, yeah. Uh, I, I'll go into detail later. But, okay, yeah, yeah. Let's go. It's um, post show. It's what? It's post show. show. I'll show you guys the frame. Is it so, appropriate for post show even? Is It's just uh, yeah, iFunny memes? <laughs> no, I, don't, I don't know. I don't use iFunny. Do you use iFunny? No, what is it? Um, all right. Well, let's get into the meat. So, the meat, I'm pushing the needle, which I think we could talk about is like when you have an NFT project and you reach a certain point. Uh, you, you have to go from, okay, roadmap. This is all, it's all being built. We've done a lot. So what's next, right? And a lot of the questions we get is what's next for a community after projects have been out a year. And I, I'm proud to say quarter machine, one of the projects we work on, uh, we're well over that year mark and we still exist and we're still delivering, which is really cool. Not a lot of projects can say that. So that's testament to Tom and, and Tim and the rest of the team that I get to work with every day. No, thank you. So why don't you take the lead there, Tom? I know you have some stuff you want to talk about. Yeah. So uh, the first thing we'll talk about is kind of what's going to be going on with with uh, said project quarter machine. Uh, let me open this up. So oh, that looks so weird. Um, one of the first things we're doing to kind of, like I said, push the needle with our project. And this was after very large discussion uh, is we're talking about uh, collection consolidation within quarter machine, which is funny because uh, I remember when it was brought up in this kickoff meeting uh, this past week, one of my questions and maybe layman's terms um, for me was like the why. And I think it's important that we, we start talking about that when it comes to projects or when we start, are we going to be like, are we, are we comfortable in highlighting projects that have not done this and what it has done for their ecosystem? Like, I'm cool with like a little bit of fudding on projects that have not so good of a grasp on how how releases in collections should be. But You're I don't want on stream, I think, aren't you? What? Right now? I'm hidden? hidden on stream. That's what it shows for me. So uh, I, I, I'm sharing my screen. This for... is also the perfect time to ask if we checked our levels and made sure we don't sound horrible to everybody listening. Yeah, no, I, I hear you guys. You you sound great. I think fudding though, to get back to it, sorry. Um, yeah. We, we, it's up to you. I'm not going to FUD projects that often. Okay. Uh, so is my, I will just say with my personal experience and how I see them then. So um, one of the things uh, well, I'll, I'll even, I'll fud QM a little bit. Uh, a major disappointment for me prior to even having my position was how we released our second collection. Our second collection was called Stickerbox. So this is this is kind of um, let me pull it up. Stickerbox, as you see it right here, uh, is a very small collection of only 25 items. Um, it's hard in my position as a community manager to be able to talk about the ecosystem of our collections to new people because they want to know obviously the main questions when you enter a project 
What's the utility? What does it mean? Is it still part of the same collection? Is it a new collection? Are you done? Those those questions that any normal person would ask. Um, and when we talked about consolidation, my main thought was how does this impact the other collections? Uh, but you guys have done a really well thought out job in kind of what's happening. And I would say pushing the needle forward with regards to how quarter machine will operate, how our collections will operate, how past collections will operate, and what is the benefit of us doing this. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's a good enough kind of baseline to to share and kind of what we're doing. Correct? Or should we dive more into it? No, it's 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 good. We're we're gonna like candidly talk about this a lot i think throughout the year i think, I think so too. the concerns the community have are warranted and justified i think as a holder i'd always want to know why uh project owners and and team are doing things so i love the community there and the fact that they're we have a good enough relationship with them that they're able to ask questions and i think that's a testament to um us being present and them being present it doesn't you can't have a community without the community members and so projects that die lose that community sure uh, early usually um we've been very lucky at quarter machine and tim and i even luckier to come on to a project with a community already and to help deliver um but it's all about delivering right i i i obviously like you some projects i'll buy for a flip and i'm pretty open about that so talking about like i'm not going to fud certain project but there's other projects i buy in and we get excited about and We'll talk about that in Rug of the Week, actually, this week about buying into a project because we like it. So, cool. Um, so let's talk about actually. I mean, I'm I'm fascinated with, and I don't mind diving into kind of the the technology side of like how this will work. Are you guys comfortable with doing that? Is that okay? Yeah, it's okay. I don't mind. I'm pretty open about most stuff. There's certain yeah. things we can't say, but I'll just say yeah, we can't sure. talk about it. So let's talk about consolidation and kind of what that would look like for people that are holders. Um, so let's just say, uh, and this is a, this is a big one because, uh, we went to VCon last year. Yeah, it was last year. We were one of eight booths and part of our activation was based around our drop called Floors Lava. So there's people that came up, were able to interact with our physical meta minting machine, quarter machine. Uh, and, uh, there was a bunch of cool stuff in there, collaboration projects, uh, partner projects, but also part of our collection from the Floors Lava collection, our third drop, our third sold out drop for Quarter Machine. Um, and while people from our own community uh, and from the VCon attendance held all these things, we know there's projects that I have that I just don't follow up with. Uh, so a consolidation concern would have been, well, what happens to these assets uh, if they're not active in discords or they don't follow us on Twitter or they really just don't follow the project anymore. The last thing you want is a bunch of people holding dead NFTs. But what we've done and what you guys have done and thought through is that uh, it doesn't die. They become something else. Aaron, I lost your video. I know you probably meant that. That's fine. Um, no, we. OK, um, so uh, kind of like what the future holds for those people. So what you guys have chosen to do is alpha. To basically the tech behind consolidating. The tech it. behind consolidation and yeah. what, what future projects are looking or what those collections will look like as we reformat. We had three collections. We're making them into one. We were lucky enough to come on. I didn't do the first contract or the second actually at uh, Quarter Machine. I've been very open about that. That was not me and, you know, the, the unnamed team, which 
is partly the quarter machine team. Um, and so we were experimenting with a lot of different things. One of them was, I, I obviously, we take pride in the contracts we put out at Unnamed and we're very, very happy with the low amount of gas fees we have when we release a contract for anything. Um, and typically, typically uh, the security. So for sure. um, there's always vulnerabilities and we mark them and index them, but sometimes we got to get things out the door. Um, so when we were looking at this other contract, we were like, what, I don't want to, you can't really get rid of a contract. You lose its history, right? It, it, even getting rid of the other two, it was, it was big consideration for us. Um, and so, but the second contract is 25. The other contract has what? 560. Six, six, uh, 619 six, because six, one was burned yeah which is cool we could talk about that too that's kind of yeah, alpha alpha that yeah. is um and when we did that when we were like okay let's pull the plug let's pull the trigger here let's do it um we looked at the first contract we were lucky uh it, the cap was higher than what it's currently at so we can open it up and mint to that point um and give it to holders so basically you holders of the current other two contracts, which are called Flores, Lava, and Sickerpox, will end up getting airdropped um, what is going to become the Genesis collection. And if you go and burn the other two collections, you end up getting uh, oh, Capsule. Which is too. Yeah, yeah, let me pull up uh, Capsule Collection because that's, yeah, that's kind of cool really too because cool I think we can talk about it. So Yeah, we have a lot of cool stuff we can share with Capsules, which I'll defer to Tim on what we can share about Capsules. Because, yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, we can leak some alpha on, on Docs. Well, why don't you leak alpha? I've been, we've been talking. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Um, because I'm bad at that. I'm like the worst person. I'll be like, there's some stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, okay, I can get hyped and you can you can yell at me if I talk over it. So for capsules, this is the first time we'll talk about them. Um, I'm going to say what cap we're doing with capsules, at least initially. So thumbs up. Tim Tim will either be like, cut that or whatever. <laughs> yeah, we can cut it. Worst That's case fine. If it, if it becomes too... Uh, yeah. Or you can blur me out, which... <laughs> post show post show post show that's right you it's a post show moment um <laughs> all right so uh basically if you've got a capsule right now we did a burn giveaway and that was a test last year we obviously gave away um uh what three super 73s to capsule holders who participated in a raffle so if you burnt a capsule you got a chance at a super 73 um pretty good odds i think i won't say the numbers because it's not gambling so uh, it's a raffle. Odds are odds, though. That's the that, odds don't equal gambling, do they? I, I'm not getting it. to my it. lawyer up here. Um, so not your lawyer, not, <laughs> not financial my, advice. Yeah, I'm not, not your, your lawyer. lawyer, Tom. Again, call your lawyer. So you're making him sweat. <laughs> I know he loves it. He loves it. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, so what we're doing is that was a burn. We're still gonna run those. So bigger, bigger things we're gonna do. Um, and I love it for the NFT space doing raffles like that, having some burn mechanic. Obviously, I've been bullish on burns for like two years, and now there's this whole burn map. Some projects launch with burn map, and you have to burn to get this one to get this one. You're burning to enter a raffle for something you want, so you get to choose if you want it, and that utility is there. So we've almost turned this 1155 token into um a sort of raffle currency right like raffle ticket almost um so on top of that we're gonna be this is the the alpha this is the meat of the alpha um we're gonna be running capsule campaigns i guess we can call them uh pretty regularly i won't announce the schedule it's gonna be pretty regularly um over the next year uh, where you don't have to burn, you can just enter, and they'll be color-coded. So those colors actually mean something. I think we've got nine colors in the capsule collection. They're going to be tied to different categories, so you'll be able to choose whether or not you want to enter, and you won't have to burn. 
right? Uh, for other other entries, you will have to burn. So I like this because it's one, it makes it deflationary, which is always great um, because then there's some value in there for you uh, and it'll turn up to making it worth it if you want to enter into it, right? You'll have to think about it. And then the other component of being able to enter without having to burn is great. Just be there, be present, and you'll get a, a, choice, a chance at getting it. And you can go out and get those capsules if you like those categories as we break them down. So that's yeah. the first thing we're doing with capsules. Go ahead, Tim. No, I like it. That's great. It, like, I think it, it's good because it it kind of gives people an opportunity to have a passive way to, to use that, um, you know, and, and then we can obviously have the more interactive heavy lift ones where people can burn. I, I like that both are an option and yeah, I think it's going to be cool. The burn ones are going to be big. So like the first one, you sound so excited. Dude. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad he's you didn't leak my alpha. Face. He's tiptoeing. He's tiptoeing. <laughs> I know he's tiptoeing. That's me leaking alpha. That's why I don't leak alpha. That's right. I, <laughs> I, I was, I'm excited genuinely about this. I'm, I think it's I'm huge. Legitimately. It is really is my, my excited face. <laughs> I know <laughs> it's good. It's a good, face. I can tell. Yeah, no, yeah. it's really cool. Uh, so that's that's one of those things. So uh, I kind of want to tie this back into to what the meat was about, and it's pushing the needle. Um, and in making a decision, and I would say like a very large decision on how a project or collections within a project should operate, it was thought through. It was very well thought through. It was how does this not only impact uh, development uh, for the the coming year, but how is it how does it impact development Years. beyond that? Yeah, exactly beyond that like following whatever we are looking at for um, a future of this project. Also, how does it impact um, how does it impact current holders, uh, which is a little bit I, I try to I, I try to embody that being CM for QM. Like I knew people weren't going to be happy about it or maybe maybe not even happy about it, but understand completely what it entails. Uh, but also in doing that, saying here's how it can benefit you because we want to be able to say, yes, this is a change. Sometimes change is scary. Uh, there are things that are going to be visibly different, but how can we best suit you as a holder to say, listen, this is going to help. This is going to be good. And this is how it ultimately benefits you. So while people have been holders for better part of a year and a half, and we have opened one capsule claim, they're going to be getting a free nft capsule essentially another entry into what our ecosystem and capsules will look like moving forward so pushing the needle man i love it honestly uh i i see projects trying to deliver utility and it's funny to see qm delivering more utility in a sub 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 collection more utility in a sub collection than some projects deliver in an entire project so uh yeah i'm stoked about it so um, yeah, me too. Yeah, no, that's one of the things. Um, yeah, I think that's that's pretty good. Uh, so th I mean, that's, that's yeah. I wanna I wanna talk. A, I don't wanna like say it out loud if we don't want to talk about it. But I'm highlighting it in the document. You guys aren't in there though. Do we want? Do we want to talk? Okay, no, no. <laughs> okay, I think that's... we've done a good job. Like, I, I don't want this to be a shill either. For, for exactly, Twitter. we're really happy with what we're doing at both of the brands that we're putting a lot of effort into. The you know, like we wake up and we talk about it. We wake up and we work on it. Um, so it's hard not to show more. Well, that's this... why my gut instinct is no. This is well, it's it's also good because we get to look at a segment like this and we develop these segments over the past 14 episodes. So when I look at pushing the needle, 
I look at it that we are still actively seeking people to be able to put on this show and talk about other projects interviewing Pushing the Needle. So, well, obviously, it sounds like a shill for now, and we've talked about Cloud Chain and what's being built. I think uh, you as a listener, hopefully, take away, like, we have high standards of kind of what we expect in Web3 and what we expect from projects. So, um, again, like, if you are listening and you're like, you know, like I like seeing these guys building dope stuff and and what they're doing. I'm going to push them on to a project for us to kind of do our own research on and hopefully have on future episodes because I look at pushing the needle like as one of those things that uh, you know, other projects should should hopefully take away and be highlighted within. So, yeah, Tom putting our listeners in check and making sure everyone knows about his high standards was that was that was it aggressive i didn't mean for it to be aggressive <laughs> it wasn't it's all right buddy I'll warn was, you it, was it really aggressive maybe my tone's weird <laughs> well <laughs> what did i, I what did i scream good. last night i was trying to think I, actually oh, i blacked I, out last night during game night so i saw i that's why i sent the whole clip over come on i think that's so what if you haven't seen the whole clip we played we had a game night which we do regularly uh we usually play something competitive I, I can't. I can do smash cards, but even then, I make it competitive, and then I become a raid boss. Usually, fingers crossed, that happens Which forever, and I don't get bad. Yeah, um, but we're we're having a game night. Uh, we had a, our quarter machine game night last night. Tomorrow, we're playing smash cards, um, and Tom lost it a little bit on stream, but that's okay. It's just been clipped, and I've got it saved, and I'm thinking about making it in my background. You guys don't see what I share when I'm doing docs, right? No, not anymore. I used I, to watch. I it. brought it up. I brought it up for everybody. So yeah, oh, that's good. I'll so share they the link anyway. Yeah, yeah, thank you, thank you. I, I appreciate it. it. Yeah, no. What you guys, if you are watching uh, on spot, uh, yeah, on the Spotify doc stream, this is me screaming, "Come on!" Right before I shut down the stream and rage quit. So that's, <laughs> yeah, I'm that's the one exactly. killing him there. Actually, yeah, that's right. You, you, you and the best part about it is that Aaron even thought about. I mean, this is what I found out after the fact. Aaron even thought about maybe I shouldn't do this because it's going to crush Tom's spirit. And then he went and did it. So I appreciate you. Selling point, wasn't it? Appreciate you. Cool. Let's uh, let's move on to uh, Will at Web three. Um, let's uh, so a little bit of background into kind of what this segment's about. Um, we each get to bring to the table an idea about a company or project or anything, and say, will it function in Web three? Is a good, bad, indifferent idea. Um, and then usually if it's good, it's already been thought of and it's already being done. So, uh, who wants to start the segment? Uh, I, you can go, T Tim, you can take mine cause you didn't do your homework. So Tim didn't do one. <laughs> no, I, I, so I, you I, can I, take mine. Oh, I it's thought we were just going to each talk about, uh, <laughs> yeah, good about Tim's, uh, Tim's the obvious guy that shows up to a podcast and be like, so like, what are we talking about? Yeah, <laughs> no, uh, this is a three man podcast today. We'll see what it is next week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> We might have an opening. Yeah, well, I do this with podcasts, but man, I prepare really thoroughly for Twitter spaces, but I've been told that it's the opposite. <laughs> no, you're good. I'm, <laughs> I'm just messing. Go ahead. You can take this one though, Tim. I've, I've got plenty to say about web three. No, it's fine. I, I can do my own too. I just, I, I was thinking about, I'd been thinking about Legos because I did look at the dock and I was ready. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, yeah, I, I think, so when it comes to World Web 3, I think Legos is an interesting thing to talk about because you, you know, looking at, I remember something that I swear was real and maybe I'm wrong. I told Tom about it and maybe Aaron as well the other day. I swear they used to have like a digital Lego building environment where you could like, custom build a you know a structure out of out of lego and 
um, I think even buy like a kit, say like order me these exact pieces so I can make this at home in real life. And something like that, I think, you know, I think it was a cool idea if it was real. If it was a fever dream, then, you know, I don't know. <laughs> get, get, get with me, Lego. I want some like royalties or something. Um, <laughs> it, I, I swear it was real. And I thought I always thought that was really cool because, um, you know, I think that for me, when when I try to play uh, and come up with things creatively, like it can be con constraining if you only have like the blocks in front of you. But it's it'd be nice to be able to look through like everything they have and put something together and then even order or like save that that digital build. Um, as far as like will, so that's like oh yeah okay I, I like Lego. But um, as far as Will It Web three, I almost want to say no though, and and I think it's because I I don't think. I think like collab and physicals maybe, but like, I don't know, man, I don't see having like my 1155s of every possible Lego brick or some fungible Lego thing. Like, I don't know how that would work. It seems like the pieces are too diverse and too many and like how you could assemble them into a piece. And yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's an interesting one. So as I thought about it and I thought we were all going to talk about the, the same one. I want to interject whenever I was going to come in with the hot take and say, no, I don't think Lego. Lego okay, so Lego. I originally thought no as well. And Aaron, you know what's funny is uh, when he said no, your face changed so drastically. You could tell that you told that you instantly disagreed with him because your eyes were like, like it was good. Well, it was I have a good. I have a good point to make on the no. So we, sure. Tom and I played something today. I've been following it for a little while um, with some friends over at Block Mages DAO, which small little Discord a friend um, that I'm a part of. Uh, I hope to grow with the friend over there. Anyway, enough shilling. Um, they do a generative, uh, their friend, their friends do what's called generative dungeons. And on chain, on OpenSea, you can go and you can play dungeons online. So basically, each NFT is its own dungeon. And it has like an ending. Um, really cool. You can take characters and play multiple and it keeps track of it. So there's two different NFTs there. The dungeons are generative. And then they have avatars that are generative. So it's really, really cool. Cool project. The reason I'm bringing this up is because I think you guys are thinking about each piece being independent. Maybe. Um, there's change where that works, but you could have a set be an NFT and start there and have you build the set, or you can have minifigures just be the NFTs and you play inside of a metaverse. Look, I was playing Paris Hilton's metaverse. If that can be a metaverse, then I think Legos could be a metaverse. So, I, so yeah, I, I mean, I guess I, I wasn't saying it was physically impossible. I'm just saying like you take a, take a like Lego character and throw it in a metaverse. I don't really count that as Lego going web three. I mean, I guess there are IPs out there, but I mean, I was trying to think of a way that it could. It, when I look at these, will it Web three? I always look at like, could they do something unique, new, or innovative in the space? And I'm not saying they can't. I'm just mm -hmm. saying like, yeah, short of a Lego metaverse where Lego characters run around like Lego Batman or something. I don't know. They could do a really good job, in my humble opinion, with with doing a PFP project of minifigs. That's uh, not where my original thought was going to go, but. I think the issue would be with with uh, how they structured their their own licensing with their characters and uh, everything else. I do agree, and I will say, Tim, I originally thought that um, if there was some sort of physical tie-in, that's the only way Lego would work. I now see that there could be like a collector base, just like there is for Vivi, where Lego could literally dominate. There, like you could collect yeah, like pre-made sets. You could, well, you could collect pre-made sets too. You could explore them. Uh, they could easily do a PFP project of Lego minifigures. Um, 
if they did something, and this is just uh, spitballing, but uh, kind of the idea of what, and this was a hot take too, kind of the idea of what art gobblers was a men- was meant to be, where they like gobble art and make new NFTs. You could take where something. Do what with art? Gobble, 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 gobble. Sorry. Just no, it's all right. <laughs> this isn't the meat anymore. Um, oh, I'm sorry. This is. <laughs> <laughs> I have a joke for the post show. <laughs> okay, great. I can't wait to hear it. Um, um, you could build, you could build an NFT with Legos. Now, granted, this is kind of uh, there's a. Are we dealing with a collector's market or are we dealing with Dgens? Like, if well, I had access to build a Lego NFT that was literally going to live in, you know, Lego's ecosystem, I, I would, I don't know if I would be allowed to do that. Do you know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah. I know exactly what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. I think to maybe maybe building on what uh what Aaron was talking about too, like I mean, I guess maybe if you had an NFT which was a set and you could then, you know, access the set in a virtual environment and, and build with those pieces that came in the set or something, maybe like attach the NFT or within the NFT sort of like those generative dungeons. Again, could be kind of cool. Um yeah. Yeah, they could know. they could do a metaverse. Lego Metaverse would be dope. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, but I mean, again, maybe I'm just jaded on Metaverses. It just seems like... Well, yeah, there's... Like pretty much anybody could do a Metaverse. And even then, like, I don't know how, how like, is every Metaverse these days... Is that term even Web3 exclusive anymore, right? Like, at what point is building an environment in Roblox or my... Like, where do these things kind of... I think it depends on your IP though too. Like if you are if you are Disney, uh, it's either going to come down to the licensing game and somebody like um, Decentraland or Sandbox is going to literally dominate the space and assets are going to be able to live in that economy or whatever Facebook is probably building. Let's be honest. Um, that the licensing gets the licensing of IP goes to those metaverses and then it's a big. I don't know, VR chat of metaverse. Um, that's that's where I see it going. Um, unless you do something that's like a club penguin where the IP only lives within its own little ecosystem. Which is weird, though, because if you if you own that IP, why would you want it to be freely usable in everybody's ecosystem? I think you you pay they pay you the licensing to be able to use it in theirs. Right. Short-term marketing. No, it doesn't sound very Web3 to me, Tom. Well, uh, let's be honest. Sending contract. <laughs> yes, you're right. But <laughs> we're going to be regulated. Let's, let's be honest. It's going to be regulated. There needs to be contractual agreement. There needs to be uh, m- exchange of money in hand. And you're not going to see companies go, oh, it's decentralized and people can use it free of charge. Signed us up. You're not going to see it. So uh, yeah. No, if if, so. if we're pushing the needle forward, you're going to have to see a little bit of um, Web2 base, you know, interaction from companies, in my humble so, opinion. Let's segue to the next one. And yeah. speaking on metaverses, mine is uh, restaurants, which is interesting, but which is uh, I almost put over Legos because we see a lot of brands and I'm bringing this one up specifically. McDonald's just came back on Twitter, like is active on Twitter again, and they're very meme friendly and meme forward. Uh, like heavily Uh, it's like they're definitely competing with Wendy's for sure I love it I love the tweets they've been putting out Um, but uh, if they try to web three it feels like a force to me they're going to some already are Um, an example of that is Haritos 
Carino's oh, yeah. is like uh, a food and CPG brand kind of um, that released an NFT collection that is actually relatively successful. Um, and they have a company backing behind them. But what do they do? So what's next, right? So when I say in this term, we talk a lot about Will It Web 3. I speak shortly about Legos, but I speak long term about um, some of the restaurants. So like if I buy a Jack in the Box NFT, is that going to be maybe it's a loyalty program, right? And my loyalty program has a roadmap and lasts me a year and I can renew it on chain if I want to. But now I have it in my digital wallet. Is that a viable model for restaurants? Didn't McDonald's do a McRib NFT with zero utility? I think they're going to have a hard time backtracking a couple of things that they've actually already tried to do in, in the space. Did they? I yeah, didn't know that. I'm almost okay. like 99% positive. There were very little of them. Uh, again, it's still one of those things that restaurants cool, but f- food service like Pepsi doing the same thing. We've talked about this in previous episodes. I think... I think if they're willing to invest into it, I think if they're willing to lean into meme culture, yes. I like again. Uh, I just sent you guys one of the one of their recent tweets. It's super funny. So yeah, if they're gonna follow suit, I think they would have a better. I think a company like Wendy's would have a better target audience of DGens though too. So probably. I I think it's also you know something that Aaron said is there's this balance between. If you have a permanent immutable asset or or you know whatever you want to call it NFT, then there's an expectation or at least could be an expectation of like perpetual value or perpetual utility. And you know what I like that you said, Aaron, is like okay, so I'm a restaurant and I have a loyalty club and and like there's a roadmap that lasts a year and I can renew it at the end of the year. I think that's a critical piece that's missing from a lot of people's evaluation of projects, which is right like i bought that, and if it has a roadmap that goes on forever and there's never any other exchange of value on my part how is that going to be viable for anybody right how can i expect a restaurant to just give me a discount for life or for you know like i don't know i think that's going to be a tough balance they could always play in the collectible physical space though too where if it was a limited meant a thousand is very small uh and each nft equals a 3d printed burger do you know what i mean something that could be numbered something that would have collectible value something that is instant utility and then they do it season to season like say they release quarterly as well we know that in 2023 there will be four mcdonald's releases of nfts that equate to a collectible item whether it's xyz burger or french fries or whatever they are but they have to tie to a physical collectible thing it hits a degen market. It hits that there's utility market within Web3. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I look at something like that that could work. But I don't think that you'll ever see integration, personally. I don't think you'll ever see integration where uh, it's a loyalty card on behalf of a major chain restaurant. Hot take. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So what's yours then, Tom? Um, so I had the idea of a goods and services company with franchise ownerships as stocks. Now, so in editing our Ooh, last... Van services? Slow down. 
We'll wait. So here's here's my thought. So in editing our last episode, uh, we actually talked about Quarter Machine for like the meat part. We talked about it for quite a bit uh, in how we describe it. And there was you can go back and listen to that. There are edits in that uh, episode. I think I give us all like duck voices at one point when we talk about things that we shouldn't have. Um, it just it's quacks. Um, long story short, uh, there was a lot of talk. Wait, what? What don't you like about that? No, I love it. Good. You should go listen to it. It's good. I hope. Is it just you doing like a Donald Duck? It's me going boy for like yeah. 20 minutes. It's great. Yeah. It's a really high ranking episode. Uh, but no, we talk about we talk about one of the key utilities to Quarter Machine. And you said something that resonated with me, Tim, that um, that I kind of wanted to harp on. And it was that people that are paid royalty don't work for it. And that's the that's part of the definition of and if I'm misspeaking, please correct me. Uh, it's part of the definition of security. So the thought is to give people holdings in the in the way of like fractionalized stock, but also make them work for it. And I haven't done a deep dive on this enough, but like what constitutes work uh, and how that can be reciprocated in payment. Okay. It's actually a hot issue right now. So honestly, there are a lot of the, not a lot. I shouldn't say a lot because it's a cool idea. But there are a few companies, some some startups that actually were really close with, and and I won't name drop them because sure. I don't know. We we are close. I don't want to name put them on the spot. But there are some companies out there trying to push those boundaries right now. Right. The idea being that like is like marketing's a job. Social promotion and content creation is a job. So if your community's out there generating content and engaging with your posts and sharing your posts and liking mm -hmm. them and and commenting on them, is that work? Are they doing marketing work? And is yeah. that enough to justify giving them some sort of you know uh, some sort of, uh, under an exemption? And to be clear, like one of the things I always bring up is that it's not that securities are evil. It's just that there's a lot of regulation around them, and so. Um, you know, there are, there are exemptions and, you know, things that you can do to, to deal in securities the right way. And so there are a lot of, there are a lot of companies out there right now trying to push those boundaries, but find the answer to that question you just asked, which is what is work? What is enough work where you're actually compensating somebody for work instead of just giving them something cool or they're buying it, right? Well said. Um, I just want fair, fair warning. Uh, this was the project that came to mind because I heard a little bit about it. I haven't done a deep dive, so I'm going to try to deep dive this next week. So hopefully for our next episode, I can bring a little bit more insight into it. The project's called Help Me Debug This. Um, whisperings of that nature, but I don't know enough about it. So, um, yeah, if anybody is listening to this and they know a little bit about Help Me Debug This, hit me up on uh, hit me up on Twitter. It's Tom over Chaplin, but I I'm fascinated with it. Uh, and that's my Willow web three, something, something that you essentially build a company and the fractionalized owners are holders of said asset. Maybe I can put Aaron on the spot a little bit here. And if not, then sorry, but I know you have opinions about this and I'm not trying to make you share them, but the, the question of like, who should be on an ownership like who should be on a cap table and should your community be on your cap table and how much of it? And I don't know if you don't want to get into that, you don't have to, but we've talked about that. Like you and I have offline mm -hmm. and it's something that I think we both have opinions about. And 
it's a, to me that's like a higher level question about what you're talking about too tom is not will it web three but should it web three no exactly <laughs> i think that's a good point it's a great point i also said fractionalized ownership yeah don't say now this whole episode's a security is it <laughs> Aaron, I want to give you the chance to respond if you want, but I, I, I probably likely, even though that was my topic, I will on. likely agree with you. Yeah, we can. I, um, I like options pools and companies and giving to back to holders of, or like people who work for the company. Um, as far as fractionalized ownership, um, I don't know if there's a good way to do it yet. So I've seen that DAOs pop up and they say that we're a DAO and then there's some centralized hold, like it's not a real DAO, right? Like there's always some central layer that makes a decision. I don't think we're there yet for fractionalized ownership is always my take, but I don't think we're there for a lot of things in Web3. And some of the stuff we work on, I try to push us closer and closer to getting there. Cool. But uh, I think we're a ways out still, so is what I'll say. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, sorry to drop that on you, but... I, I think it's an interesting topic that could be like a whole episode. It probably. could be a yeah. big, it could be a big meat is what you're saying. Or we could just yeah, keep talking real about big, really, meat really average size meat. So. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's uh, what time is it? Good. We still got some time because I wanted to jump into the next thing, which is headlines. There's a lot of headlines we could chat about. Yeah, yeah, week. yeah. Give them a give them a run. Tell me what ones you're talking about first. They haven't pulled up. So, yeah. So you got them pulled up. So let's do one. You don't have pulled up uh, Paris Hilton's discord or is uh, her metaverse that Tom and I joined and we're part of early. Uh, I never admitted that I joined it. You have multiple times. Oh, multiple times. I'll take ownership. I, I like. She was giving away Adidas NFTs, I think once. Um, she's doing a dating show in the metaverse. So that's her big play. So what do you guys think about that? Come on. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> it's Is it thing. 2003 again? We're going to watch dating shows in the same exact run. I'd watch next in the metaverse if you guys I remember. Okay, so I think it could be a longer form show. Let's let's be honest. What is it going to look like? People are going to have I don't know how familiar. Well, you guys were all roughly the same era. Do you guys remember a chat room called the palace? No. Okay, so the palace. Chat rooms. The, oh, okay. So <laughs> the palace was like a visual click and move chat room. So you could have a little avatar hop around your screen. Oh, like I am Same thing or uh, essentially um, Club Penguin. So it's the same thing. You would click and move to different areas of a map. I've never played Club Penguin, but I have brought it up multiple times on this show, and I hate myself for it. I've so, had numerous accounts, but we use for different. Of course, reasons. you have. Of course, you have. like close to a hundred. Yeah. Well, impressive. Uh, that's what it was like, and that's what I think. Um, that's what I think a like a Web three dating show is going to be like. So let's be honest. You're going to be on a like a metaverse dating show you're going to vibe with somebody but the the kicker what's going to really hook people is going to be like your like face reveal so it's it's essentially blind dating right because what 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 matters in web3 dating it's who's behind the computer right wait 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 are people not just gonna go on a metaverse date are they going on real dates i hope it's metaverse dates and i I hope they like each other and then i hope they are what do you mean face reveal like I don't know it. enough. They ju- this just got it announced. Just, I'm just there. saying this, this would be my out. pitch. Let's, let's speculate and, and draw a bunch of conclusions. That's, That's what, what I'm doing. Yeah, we're supposed to do, guys. That's what well, we're catfish, doing. Catfish, which I've seen way too much of. Um, I've never seen the movie, though, so only the TV show that they 
dramatic dramatize there we go i don't think um, the tv shows dramatized dramatized I, yeah see you want to it was a tough one i followed your suit <laughs> i know um i think it is but uh it's i mean i watch it it's entertaining i think we're gonna get tons of that because of the metaverse look if the metaverse actually happens if we actually get a metaverse and i still think it's going to i just think again just like crypto which we're seeing it's going to consolidate down right we're going to weed out the bad actors and the shitty ones so there's my one swear um but there are terrible terrible um metaverses right now um when i name some um you got that duck voice ready for that swear right yeah yeah gotcha. <laughs> So I think we're going to see the same thing when it comes to this. This is going to be a standard. I think, I think people are going to meet. I mean, even then, like remember that couple that got married in wow, what, like 15 years ago and they got a statue. Oh, like, is that a thing? I don't know. I didn't, yeah. I know. but I mean, yeah, <laughs> no, what? Go ahead. No, I don't know. I just you, like, kind of like Tim said with metaverses, you're going to have a bunch of people doing that. So like, where's the novelty in people? It doesn't need to be novel. It needs to be, it'll become the standard. It's like, what's the novelty in meeting your your wife or husband? So it's like, let's go over to the statue. Let's go over to the statue world because a thousand people got married here. Yeah. Do you think so? Yeah. You know how like there's a bridge and you put locks on it and you put your name or you, everybody writes their name in this tree. Everybody pisses under this bush. So I guess you're right. I guess you're right. Yeah. It's going to be the standard and it'll be, we'll get a unified metaverse and then I'll be like, see guys, I told you so. She is real. <laughs> well, thanks. So, That's good. News and headlines. Paris Hilton's really pushing the needle. That's good. What's what's the G next? in chat? GPT stands for girlfriend. <laughs> uh, you were gonna. You brought up Dell joins uh, governing council to explore developing decentralized applications. You couldn't. You couldn't paraphrase that. Got to just read it. I don't know what line. that's about. You you put it in there. Yeah, I mean, you should have picked a different one. I can actually say that one in human words. No, um, I don't. <laughs> uh, yeah, basically, if you're not familiar with Hedera, it makes sense. Hedera is very enterprise-level blockchain E is the way to put it. Um, so it's got, I think, what, Intel, uh, Dell, um, among other large, large companies. Yeah, IBM, Google, um, LG, ServiceNow, they all use Hedera and are on the governing council. Dell joined that governing council. So Boeing, Chainlink. surprising to me, though. No, they fit right in. Um, yeah. It's just interesting because this kind of stuff is, for some reason, going under the radar. Uh, don't know why. I think it's a different, I think it's a different, I mean, audience, right? I, th- I think, for, to me anyway, looking at Hedera, I think they tried to make a push into consumer use case and to like broad adoption. And I think they kind of, maybe I'm wrong, but it feels like they kind of corrected back toward enterprise and back toward like institutional block. Well, not I shouldn't say blockchain, right? I guess I should say Hashgraph or <laughs> DLT or whatever. But I feel like they've ledger, shifted yeah. back towards, I feel like they've shifted back towards enterprise. Like I, I think, or maybe they're doing both, but. I remember seeing a ton of promotion around them, um, you know, being, you know, having like strong end consumer use case for NFTs and for things like that. And it seems like that's waned a bit, but maybe I'm just not uh, plugged into that channel or something. I don't know. Per that article and others, um, I mean, Dell has been accepting Bitcoin uh, on its e-commerce since 2014. 
You can pay Adele with Bitcoin. Yeah, that's what it says. Unless they take it away. Put the Bitcoin right into my CD drive. Yeah, I mean, uh, here's the thing too. This this might have backtracked too. I'm trying to. I was trying to like look it up. But at one point, you could buy a Tesla with Bitcoin or Doge. Do you know what I mean? And they walked that back really quick. So it might be gone. But uh, in 2014, they explored it uh, and they accepted it. So what was what was Bitcoin in 2014? uh 2014 bitcoin cost yeah that's what i'm curious about um 2014 couple thousand right so what was it what'd you say i don't know how much was one bitcoin in 2014 about 318 dollars yeah so i mean yeah it closed that 2014 at 300 bucks yeah so cool still overpriced in my opinion there's some there's some hot takes okay so let's let's use that hot take on there that's yeah, what... now you can get a punk. All, right, all right, so we can talk ordinals, right? Like, yeah. So if you aren't familiar, ordinals are Bitcoin NFTs. They did it in a really cool way. We don't have time to get into how they did it. Basically, you get JPEGs on Bitcoin. So have been able to do that. If you haven't noticed, my entire argument about Bitcoin that which is always a hot take. Bitcoin was great in getting us here. Bitcoin has no utility. So it is a very terrible payment system. It's slow, it's expensive, and it is that's literally two things. That's already good. That's enough. the most important two yeah. things. So you're good. Like, I don't good. say you anything else. Yeah. yeah. So um, and you can't build apps on it. And everybody's like, yes, you can. There's a bunch of different things that we're building on it. But why? There's other blockchains that you can already build that were built to build apps on. Let Bitcoin be an investment if you believe in it, and then nothing else. Um, so. Now you can do JPEGs on it, which I'm. It's great. I think it's cool. I like have nothing against this. It's another use case for it. People are flipping out about it. I don't know why. It's kind yeah, of irrelevant to, to calm down about it. I was just yeah. gonna say that it felt well, like a Bitcoin pump think? though too. I don't know if you guys have been tracking it, but the people that do it, it feels like a Bitcoin pump. Is it? It feels that way. It's already dipping though too. So like, hard. yeah, no, it's going to be 40... a 48 hours thing. I think really. Well, because it doesn't do anything. I, I have some pretty like toxic Bitcoin maxis in my network. I haven't heard from them much about this, but it strikes me very much as like the whole time people were getting excited about NFTs, you know, a couple of years ago now. Um, and they were like, oh, that's dumb. We don't like, why would you do that? Like, we don't want. And now they're like, wait, look, we did it too. And it's like, oh, were you trying to? Because you were kind of like, <laughs> you were kind of saying that that was like not a good use case and talking about why Bitcoin was for other things and better than that. And now you're like really pumped that you can put some pixelated punk JPEGs right on, on your, uh, on your network. And I don't know, I don't really have an opinion other than I think it, for those who set out to accomplish it, it's cool that they did. I think that's something like mm -hmm. good, good on that. Um, do I think it like changes everything for the Bitcoin network? Probably not. Well, yeah. Do you know why Bitcoin dropped today? I forgot to mention this. No. no. Um, so the SEC uh, and Kraken came to an agreement. SEC or Kraken has to stop offering um, staking for Bitcoin on oh. the platform. So uh, Bitcoin instantly dipped as soon as that came out. So. Kraken immediately ends crypto staking as a service for U.S. customers and has to pay $30 million to the SEC. Yeah, I see the $30 million settlement. That's fine. Yeah, because they offered unregistered securities. So. They should have people work for those you. securities. 
Uh, not like, yeah. how that works. Like retweeting. <laughs> like retweeting. <laughs> that's, that's not how that works. <laughs> that's not how any of this works, Tom. And then, Brian, the I don't know if you guys saw, here's some other news. Coinbase's um, stock is going way down because I think Brian Armstrong tweeted something today. Let me see if I can pull up the tweet. But that's the news in the uh, for you people invested in Coinbase, hmm. which is... Yeah, um, potential staking crackdown. So they're going to get. He thinks the SEC is going to crack down on all staking. But they already so. have. I mean, they already they already got yeah. Gemini. Let's be honest. They already got Gemini. They just got Kraken. They just got Kraken. So what's next? Coinbase. Coinbase. So that's not financial advice. Own your keys. Yeah. Anyway, so let's okay. go to the next one. No crypto ads in the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's um, a good one. So this is kind of a two parter. Uh, so two parts. Um, no crypto ads in the Super Bowl. They're saying nothing. Like Fox is saying they're not doing any. Interestingly enough, though, a gaming company called Limit Break purchased an ad. They run. They make blockchain games. Uh, you might be familiar with them. Digidaiku, right? Yeah. So, you know, they're very large. He's part of the free own ecosystem. They claim they have a Super Bowl ad. They claim it's interactive. So are we finally seeing the differentiation between cryptocurrency and blockchain? Or do you think they're not going to air that commercial? Uh, I think they're gonna air it. I think they. I think they will. Yeah, I think uh, they're gonna air it. I have a so in that in that doc, you were able to kind of go into. You guys can't see my screen though, right? No, you can't see it. Oh, I was do, able to find wanna, it. I was able to find the teaser. Pull up the Discord stream, Tom. No, I don't pull up the Discord because it made our audio all wonky. Um, but I will play it for the people that that are watching. So it, yeah, like you said, it's limit break. Um, and they say February 12th is when this is going to launch, though. That's what I'm thrown off by. Unless I know nothing about it's the world's largest free mint. Is this is the Super Bowl on the 12th? Like, is it coming up? I think the it's Super this Bowl's Sunday. Yeah. yeah, it's that close. It's literally in what? Three days. Yeah, I know yeah, nothing about, about sports this. ball. So this is news to me. Yeah, uh, I think they're going to do it via a QR code, too. So that's yeah. That's, yeah, that's my yeah, I agree. Uh, but I think Coinbase, that's not that's nothing new. Uh, Coinbase did that prior to the website that's on there. Uh, DYOR is uh, the digi uh, it's digidaiku.com slash dragons. FYI, that's what's pushed on this limit break digidaiku um, article. Uh, you can kind of do your own research on that too. The business wire article is where I was able to find that Dropbox. Uh, and in that article, they have the code so you can go into that Dropbox and watch that video. Just a heads up. So. Um, yeah, yeah, very cool. Uh, yeah, I think they'll air it. Sorry, I didn't want to go around. Yeah, I better go. You want to share it a little bit? Um, yeah, Coinbase did it last year. It was huge. It was it was talked about FTX for days. FTX was huge last year. Shots fired. Yeah, I mean, uh, but that's the point. Like, so are they going to be like? Are they going to group all blockchain comp companies as cryptocurrency? Um, I'm curious. I'm curious if we're actually seeing them like be like, oh, I understand blockchain is the technology cryptocurrency is the token so right because it isn't crypto it isn't no right. and so it, it would be really good to actually see people acknowledge the distinction although my guess is it runs and then people are outraged yeah 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 you're right uh it'll be good though let's be honest if people are able to understand the differentiating like crypto to blockchain it's a it's a good move but i don't think the people yeah. that are going to be running ads are care 
so much. So cool. Uh, good topics, guys. Uh, good headlines. Um, good, good episode overall. Uh, really happy with what we talked about. I think we dove pretty deep into everything. Um, cool. Let's wrap it. We're literally coming up on one hour. So, Tim, why don't you start doing your sign off? Tell everybody uh, where they can find you and then we'll yeah, we'll move along. Yeah. So, yep. My name is Tim again, co-founder of Unnamed, co-founder of CloudChain, operations at Quarter Machine, a bunch of other really cool stuff. Um, again, as a reminder, I'm a lawyer, but I'm not your lawyer. So nothing on here was legal advice. Always consult professionals. Um, yeah. Catch me on Twitter at not legal ten uh and yeah jump in our discord discord.gg slash join unnamed be good to connect in there fully doxed and we love to chat in there aaron how about you very cool i exist in the same discord um you can also dm me on <laughs> twitter yeah I, I respond to things on twitter you should follow me at guy at aaron if you want to see me uh retweet the giveaway tweets and then delete them immediately so if you're lucky enough, you'll see them and then you'd be like, oh, cool. And then del- I'll delete them. So you delete uh, you- those. I don't. Oh, yeah. 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 I don't delete them. And the reason is because when they go back and check, if you're still not retweeting it, they won't give it to you. Just a heads up. No, uh, I don't care. So <laughs> is my uh, response. So, OK, I well, I'm just for a little trying bit. to protect you. Yeah, winning that um, board eight for the fifteenth time. That I'm gonna can. win this goblin in this other server. I'm not. We'll talk about that in the post show. Yeah, that if you want it. some alpha, you can get in the post show. That's right. Uh, but go ahead, Tom. Sign us out. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and I am Tom. I'm the community manager for Quarter Machine. Uh, if you're not already in our Discord, like we talked about earlier on in this episode, we got some big moves coming this next year, um, and uh, we're all very excited and proud of it. So hop in that Discord at Discord.gg/QuarterMachine. Um, and then if you want to buy an NFT, wait a couple of weeks because they're all going to be in one collection and I'm stoked about it. Um, that is it for us. Thank you guys. Today's rug of the week was the rug of the week segment. Cause we rugged you on it. Oh yeah. yeah. We got you bitches. Yeah. <laughs> you can stay after we're going to put it at, at the end, I guess. I'm actually, uh, maybe I did that subliminally. So heads up. Yeah. No, we're not going to talk about rug of the week in post. Are we? No, we can do it next week. We, I guess we went a little over talking about the meat. It's okay. Um, it's fine. So as you, as you we guys do. miss out. We, we, had, we had good stuff. Good. About. We got you. <laughs> oh, wait. So, hey, wait. We'll just we'll tease it. So next time, uh, if you you guys know a little bit about all of us and then the, the projects we vibe with, uh, this week's Rug of the Week was actually going to be Goblin Town. So uh, stay tuned for the next episode, and we talk about why we feel Goblin Town uh, earned the spot of Rug of the Week. I, okay. All right, Bye. cool. Thanks, guys. Bye. I'll see you in the next episode. <laughs> Rug's not bad. (laughs) Rug's rug's not bad. Not financial advice. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. (laughs) If you enjoyed this episode of Docs, please consider leaving us a review. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Anchor, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Thank you guys so much.